common mistake that people make when trying to design something completely foolproof is to underestimate the ingenuity of complete fools. Douglas Adams. Bending, Not Breaking. Season 6, Episode 10. Long Live the Queen. Of bending not breaking i'm sunshine and i'm ben and i'm so excited to hear be here today just so excited yeah yeah it's i just i i ran straight to the studio today and i am breathless like i had to catch my breath breathless uh, yeah huh? yep catching my breath now jumping in but that's how excited i was w- w- can you read the title card again like just do it right now yes uh, long live the queen. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> like, like, I, I was, <laughs> I, I almost interjected that earlier, but I, I decided not to. Only kind of. <laughs> or not. What does it say when an entire fandom was like, yeah. Right? Good for that. Yeah. Like, well, every, like, I, entire... It's pretty rare that someone's like, no, that was not good. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, collectively the fandom's like, I'm not down with murder, but like. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ooh, okay. Well, yeehaw, here we are. We are. It was a it was a pretty uh, ingenious move. I don't know if it's a good one, but it was clever. Killing the queen. Uh, the the way it which it uh, happened. Okay, yeah, okay, I can get behind that. Interesting word choice. Interesting word choice. You picked ingenious there yeah. in that phrasing. Why? Why? Our lens is ingenuity. Oh. That's our lens. I knew that. Ingenuity. The quality of being clever, original, or inventive. Interesting. Which is very uh, it's very broad, and I like that, because one of the things that I think what happens a lot is people are like, innovation, new, I've got to invent something from scratch. And yeah, I really yeah, love yeah, the yeah. concept of taking past knowledge and being like, we don't have to do things completely new. Like, yeah, that's we can, ingenious. Like, we can just tweak this thing that didn't work for us, and now it does. And Absolutely. And so I like that the cleverness is in there, and we see a lot of that. We see a lot of, like, not reinventing the wheel, but finding ways to make different wheels work. And, well, so, and how to use existing tools in new ways, also. Like, the whole progression of bending over the history of this world is fascinating. Like, water oh, bending. You can, like, yeah, the different forms of vine, water bending. Water bending in the vine. Yeah. Water bending and how in, that a, might in, have, a, in blood. Yeah, might have <laughs> led to the same concept with people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, this is another example where, like, we... I've, I've never sure. seen airbending used that way well, before. Well, we haven't, but perhaps it's been used by rogue airbenders in the past. Do you feel that as like almost a, almost as like one of the unforgivable curses type deal? Is like maybe they knew it was a thing, but it's just so like you don't do that. I think that we've only seen Aang at his twelve-year-old self in Avatar form. I wonder if there are airbenders avatars in the past. And if we have any understanding of any of those people that if we could learn more, kind of like in a, in a book. Yeah. Do they have books? Yeah. Are there books? Yeah. I can think of, you know, three. At least three. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't read Young Chin yet. It's good. Better than. Funny you mention that one. Better than the. Airbending Avatar. Right. Well, better than the 
uh, other two? I would say they're all Kiyoshi novels. They're all equal. I the first Kiyoshi novel is, is my favorite. Okay. I would well, say yeah, I liked it. I'd say the second Kiyoshi novel is very good. Like I give it a you know four and a four out four four point five out of five. Oh, so you really like the first one I'm, then? I think it's very good. Like I, I've read it several times. I've listened to it on audiobook. Um, and I, I think it's very good. And then Dawn of Yang Chen, I need to read again before I make any de- determining factors, no. judgments, but oh. it's good. I learned some things. Well, let's jump into this episode. Uh, do we feel like, uh, ingenuity? Do we feel like we've, we've got it? Do we know what that is? I feel like. Or what else you want to add? It's a pretty commonly used word. So oh, connotatively, but I a think lens, people, a lens people we haven't got it. used it. Yeah. So. I mean, I think the closest we got to this was like, what, creativity in season one of the podcast? Maybe, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, here we are. We've Ooh. we've got our stage. Now we just need our players. And to get us to that point, we need you to give us the recap. All right. You got 30 seconds on the clock. So I'm about to go. I sure do. On your mark, it's set, go. Kor and Asami are thrown into a cell on the ship, and they warn the captain about the attack on the queen, but he doesn't believe him. Makabalin are also captured and talk to the their little capturers and find out things about their life, which is fun. The earthquake is approached by the Red Lotus to strike a deal about finding the airbenders and getting the avatar. Makabalin gets into the dungeon. Kor breaks free and tries to take over the airship, but they crash. They have to fix it. It's a whole thing. Escape from a sand sharp. It's a lot... Lin follows tracks, and Naga and Pabu jump out and scare her, and that's fun. The ship gets fixed. They Bye. find Zaheer kills the Earth Queen dead, frees everyone in Ba Sing Se and Makabolin, and Kor and Asami <clears throat> find everyone. And then find out about the death of the Earth Queen. It's a lot going on. Not much fighting. This is this is a longer ep- It feels longer. Yeah. Not there much is fighting uh, to, to nullify that 10-second that gap in the, in the recap, for sure. Yeah. Well, we did it. All right. Well, that's the end of our episode. You make that joke all the time, and all the time I call you out, and you go, do I make that joke a lot? And I'm here to say, you do make that joke a lot. This is the second time I've made that joke. That's not even close to being true. Yeah. I Uh, think it's true. You're you're a liar. Anyway. Um, Ingenuity. Ingenuity. In Long Live the Queen. Yes. Book three, episode 10 of The Legend of Korra. Early on. One of the smart moves we see that sets up the success of the entirety of the show. Hey, don't chain me to the floor. Chain me to the wall. Asami. Can we just talk about how Asami is like the best in every episode that she's in? She's great. Like, I don't have a bad thing to say about Asami. Like, very rarely am I like, ah, Asami. Mm. She might be getting gratitude today. (laughs) Who knows? Um... But I th- what a smart move. And, you know, honestly, if you don't know much and you don't think of the difference, you're like, what's the difference between uh, railing stand, on the floor? Right? And, and you're like, well, or, yeah, yeah, I would probably prefer to stand and be um, strapped to my knees either. So, yeah, let's we'll let you stand. I guess it doesn't really matter. Well, and it's interesting. And she's too. like, great. Boom. And that I mean, she does have to hop to get the bar out from. <laughs> well, it's, it's important, I think, to acknowledge what that required of Asami, too, is, you know, just forethought. She, well, she's a. She's also a businesswoman, mm-hmm. right? With a keen acumen of business acumen. And what that looks like is knowing what your competitors are are doing and how they're functioning and how, what's their process, right? And if you know their process, then you can, you know, commit to either doing it differently or doing it better if you mm-hmm. know how. Or And so she's, she's very familiar with Cabbage Corpse materials and their, their methods. And she's like, huh. One I can of, use that. One of the weirdest things that seems super simple um, that we don't typically do is say, hey, someone else is doing this really well. 
how do we learn from that? How do we, we should do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if we can do it better, then great, we'll add to it. And so I think that's exactly, you know, maybe Cabbage Corp did the exact opposite, right? Which I feel like we see that a lot, right? Here's something that someone does really well. Can we do it cheaper? Can I do it cheaper and make it look the same, regardless of its functionality? Correct. Uh, every time I watch HD TV and yeah. see someone flipping <laughs> home, I'm like, no, you just ripped out hardwood so you could put down the, some weird fake wood that's like fake carpet, real cheap. Yeah. Um, or yes, those sliding, yes, yes. those sliding barn door closets that you can like buy a kit for. That anytime if you're ever looking at ho- houses, and I'm doing this a lot because I'm looking to buy. looking to buy a house. Every time, I, within one of the first two pictures, if I see one of those like white sliding barn doors that's on a closet, I go, it's a flip. And I immediately look down and see that it was purchased three months ago for like 80000 I like the sliding barn doors that aren't white. I like the, the really They can old... be great, but what happens is they have now become a, a staple yeah. that you can put together for 70 bucks, And so every house flipper... Puts it on it's every closet. It's trendy right now. And it's just one of those things like everything's white. And then they put like weird gray wooden, but it's not real wood flooring down. And every time I go. I don't want that. It's a flip. I want wood floor. And so it seems like Cabbage Corp tried to flip some flip some airships. Well, and, and, and Asami knew. Well, and they're profiting. They they probably got all the purchases from the Earth Queen, right? I'm, I imagine right? That, that we, oh, we're going to take the cheaper option. And if you don't, I, I'm a big fan of. And I don't want to, you know, sustain capitalism in any way because I, you know, capitalism down with capitalism. Capitalism but really popped I, off this time. I think we, I think you get what you pay for, and I think in a lot of situations, I think that's true, right? And so, depending depending on what you're going for, if you are choosing to buy a generic brand that is mass produced, it is likely going to be inferior to likely going to yeah. be inferior to well and that's why people say that it's niche a, brand it says ex, uh it's expensive to be poor exactly right it is if you that's can't precisely if why you can't buy the more expensive kitchenware or the more expensive shoes is a great example shoes right? is a great example like if you can yes. if you can afford a 200 pair dollar pair of shoes they'll likely last they'll longer. likely last five years well, the moment you buy the 50 dollar ones or the 70 dollar ones because that's what you can afford those wear out in well, three also, months and so you end up spending seven hundred dollars in five years because you didn't have that money short term it's also a matter of the number of pairs of shoes you have that you can switch between correct right so if i have you know ten hundred dollar pairs of shoes then they're never going to wear out. Because like, you wear like, them once every you know, 10 I'm days, wearing arguably. this one, and then I'm wearing this one, and then I'm wearing... If you're alternating and using them all sparingly, then they're all going to last 10 years, right? right? Because you're only wearing them 10th of the time. But if you only got the same pair of shoes But if it's your wear, only pair of shoes, yep. it's going to run out within a year. Yep. Easy. And that's that's for a, a decent pair of shoes. Uh, so, yeah. I, so, I, again, you end up spending more than the person who spends, buys 10 pairs of shoes up front. Yes. Because you're... Having to spend that money more frequently. Every couple of months. So yeah. as we get to it, Asami being able to think and understand and have knowledge. And I think that's one of the other things that I want to lift up when it comes to ingenuity and cleverness and creativity is that it's it's a practice thing. It can, it's a learned thing, right? It's not just it's so uh, innately gets lifted as like, a, oh, you're creative or you're not. Mm. Or you're clever or you're not. Yeah, yeah. And the reality is you can practice and learn these things if, if 
Asami didn't have the, the knowledge and the learnings, the cl there would be no cleverness. It's the same thing with intelligence. A lot right. of people think intelligence is static, right? You either have it or you don't. But intelligence is learned also, right? The more you learn, the more you know, the more you can do, yep. right? So intelligence in and of itself is not static. You can grow in your intelligence. You can not. And so I think that when we say you're a really smart kid to someone who's really intelligent, they're going to act differently than someone who, hit, who you say, hey, <laughs> you're a dummy. Yeah. Right. Not only because of the shame that's involved in that spot, but also what I'm hearing, the language that you're using to describe me is internalized. And if I think it's static, then that's going to be the way that I am. Yeah. And so whether it was uh, the sand sailor is a perfect example of that. Had they not known the history or known the context of, hey, sandbenders use something similar. We can do the same thing, but with air and a sail. Ingenious. Let's build it. Right. That is like, but you have to have that was lifted up by the prior knowledge that was there. Exactly. And so a lot of times thinking of like, it's a great example. This is a, this is an amazing idea. How'd you think of it? It's like, well, I had prior knowledge and prior experience that helped me get to that point. Most of the, most inventions don't come out of literally oh, this, nothing, literally <laughs> nothing. It can't, you know, even when you think about uh, Listerine, I believe was initially meant to be like a household cleaner or something mm -hmm. along those lines. And then they're like, oh, this actually cleans your mouth. And I think what's really fascinating <laughs> like, about that is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a short blurb for our live episodes. We had our live episode today that we recorded with our patrons. And we talked about the connectedness of everything because we were talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 2, Episode the 4, swamp. The Swamp. That's right. And connectedness was one of the themes we talked about. And the connectedness is is true in this ingenuity right uh, being able to connect the dots between seemingly unconnected things is ingenious and so if you know more things if you are aware of more things you are more likely to be considered ingenious because you're going to be able to connect those dots absolutely so yeah let's like cultivate some awareness around more things and we're going to be winning yeah <laughs> it's like the point of our podcast keep, keep learning <laughs> And then you'll have the ability to learn more and then do more. Yeah. Well, and I think it's it's hard to separate Asami's ingenuity in this episode without being connected to Korra's support. Right, right. Like, the sandbender doesn't work if Korra doesn't have the skill yeah. of airbending. Well, and not just literal support, but also yeah. her, her language. She yeah. is so supportive of Asami. This entire episode. This whole episode is like... 100% believes that Asami will figure out a way to do this and is like as soon as she says something Korra's like I'm here for it let's do it and people don't always get that kind of support right people are like hey what if we did this they're like nah I don't think that's a great idea that's a terrible idea we should do this instead right that how often do we experience that one of the best things that I've learned to do in my career is when people have an idea that they're passionate about I can share hey I've, I've tried something similar or, but that doesn't mean I, we say no, right? We we look to find the yes. If this is something you would like to do, and we can try it, let's try it. Yeah. Right? Like, why not? Yep. Certainly, there's always risk mitigation, but majority of the time, we have the ability to take the risk. Here, here. And so we say, yeah, let's just, sure. That's not something I'm passionate about, but if it's something you're passionate about, I want to keep your fire let's going. Do let's it. keep it going. Yeah, let's right? do it. Um, waft those flames and there are moments where it's like we can't get this ship out of the sand and Cora's like well 
well, let me try. Yeah. And then she does. <laughs> well, I mean, they underestimate the ability of, of an the avatar, avatar, right? right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that it's really lovely to have someone who is supportive of those innovative ideas when they yeah, come around. Right. I think that's really huge. When how many innovative and most of the innovative ideas that we think of, oh, you know, the light bulb, how many iterations of that took place? Lots of failures. Prior? Exactly. And so, you know, there's always going to be, yeah, let's try it. Oh, that didn't work. Well, what didn't work about it? Well, let's keep trying. What would make it work next time? Right. Right. Small steps to change. Small steps to change. I love it. What's a moment for you that either had or didn't have ingenuity? Well, it's just sticking with this side of the things. I, I like one the of the side of the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the things that comes the to things. mind that is really, it's a small thing. Mm-hmm. But this straitjacket that they've come up with to, like, prevent bending from Cora is terrifying. Yeah, because it's very effective. Super and effective. It does everything, and it looks like Hannibal Lecter, but like it's you know. Every, like hands are tied wrapped in this thing can't do anything there's no uh, there's no way to you know pull a dragon's breath like iroh does and in, in avatar the last airbender because the mouth is covered like everything has kind of been yeah, it's almost like here. they should have consulted the earth kingdom when they put the red lotus in prison right <laughs> like it's interesting but like i don't know that that's i don't know what's better Right? Would you rather be, you know, in the depths of a volcano, or would you rather be in a straitjacket? Or both, is what I'm saying. Well, that'd like, be oh terror. god, that'd be, that, that'd be that'd be even worse, right? And so it's. And like, I mean, how long are you in that straitjacket for, too? You know, I, I, all the things are terrifying right. about this, but it is ingenious, right? It yeah. is a use of it is clever. It is terrifying. <laughs> I wonder if it's also terrifying based off of our uh, association with Hannibal Lecter and Silence of the Lambs and. I don't think I'd be terrified of Korra. <laughs> well, I, I guess Just I like, would. Like, if I came up upon this random person that's in a straight jacket, I'd probably be pretty scared. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie The New Guy with DJ Quails that came out in, like, 2003? No. No, I haven't. He gets dropped off at a new school, uh, and to be cool, they drop him off out of a, a van in a straight jacket with the mask on. Um, that makes him cool, huh? To make him cool. And it just made me think of that, because that movie's not good. Yeah. But also, like... Sounds like it. <laughs> was it so was in, like, seventh grade when it came out, so... So you were like, that would be cool. It's not a good movie. Yeah. But, but that's what it made me think of. So, so yeah, people, people who... They don't know you. Yeah. Could be scared. Anyway, that's a small thing that I thought was ingenious, but... Well, I also like the... We just airbended all the sand out of the engine room. Yep. Never been cleaner. Never been cleaner. Like, yeah, I guess. Oh, turns out airbenders useful. However, I've leaf blown sand before, and it's not as effective as you might think it is. Well, I think when you have more control than just one directional, like <laughs> blowing, I maybe think. yeah, if you, <laughs> yeah. If you can just like take an entire space and yeah, because it just gets kicked back up. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I, I think Cora has a little bit more control than a leaf than blower. a leaf blower. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that straight jacket wouldn't have worked on um, Boomy, who can earthbend with his know, his nose or his like his little like yeah. nose was covered. He like, blinks, it was all man. Of it. Yeah, like it I was like I don't know. Anyway, we digress. He didn't cover my nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other side, one of the things I thought was ingenious too, keeping with you know confinement train. Uh, is Gazan and Minghua talking about their experience in the cells? I really like that moment. It's a pretty humanizing moment, right? Well, and I think that's we in the Red Lotus have always been ones where we're like, oh, we kind of get it, 
right? Like we get what they're going for. Similar as to methods, the, maybe not. Methods, goal, maybe not. But maybe. the goal, like a yeah, not the killing the avatar, but like. Or maybe. But I really like that moment where Bolin's just like, "Let me guess," and then does all the things. And he's like, "Hey, two out of three, not bad." And I'm also very interested in which two, which two are true. Clearly, the unspoken love is there. What do you mean clearly? It's clearly there. They both, I mean, that's they what both I blush. want to be true, but... I assume the mustache at age 10 is also like... I think that's true. <laughs> it's yeah. probably yeah. true. Yeah. So not raised by a sister? Nah. Maybe. Who knows? Or Who maybe knows? it's all three, but he said if two you out of have three theories, to keep it unspoken. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, theories. Yeah. If you have a theory, we'd love to hear about it on Twitter. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy or Instagram. where it's like you can't say the thing or else it becomes it becomes spoken. So to, for it to stay unspoken, you can't acknowledge it. Or any of the other social media sites. BNB underscore pod. Come and find us. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting, really humane. Uh, and, I, and I thought it was pretty ingenious how they kept from being bored by, okay, I counted the constellation about... 37,000 times yeah. and it was an event when it was raining and I made up stories about the guards and it's just interesting to me to to think about what I would do if I were confined for 13 years yeah be, lot, lots of push-ups maybe I, I think that the only yes like right I don't know I I, well, I also wonder because my tendency when I get when I do have the time to myself now is to like lay on the couch and do nothing but yeah I think but if you had because nothing because you you've done things i think it's because i'm so exhausted yeah from being overstimulated for so long that it's like this is all i can do to function and so right. I, I think that i i think that's what i would resort to doing is like hey i'm gonna do i'm gonna count how many push-ups i can do in a day how many like, <laughs> like uh things like that just no. being, assuming i'm getting fed enough to merit that kind of activity yeah maybe. like there's there's a lot of they only feed there. you enough to just like yeah stay alive which would be terrible it would be miserable yeah super bad super bad all right moment of ingenuity for you a lack of one would be Ooh, uh mako just continuously telling <laughs> bolin, bolin over you no 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 you can totally battle bend like you cannot solve an ability issue with motivation correct i think that is a very important thing to lift up right you cannot solve an ability issue with more motivation right if you can't do something you can't do it even if you say i really want to do, do it, it. yeah <laughs> like, so and i think oftentimes we attribute failure mo- failure to, to lack of motivation correct right they're lazy they're not they don't want it enough when really it's an ability they they can't do it for some reason and for some reason i don't know the the con i don't know all the things behind all the bending things but bolin has this innate desire to want he's wanted to metal bend for years what do you think your you can metal bend in this really pivotal moment is gonna do after 13 years of wanting to be able to metal bend i'm making 13 up a long time but i i think that 13 was for the prison Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why the number's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a nice connection. Everything's connected. Yep. Anyway, I think with with that, it's it's impossible for us to, like, what what is, it's hubris. What makes you think that your motivational five words is going to be more motivational than the innate desire that this person has carried for their entire life? And what lives? you start to notice is I think there's a couple reasons we lean into motivation is because it allows us to affirm our crappy first draft majority of the time. Right. Like it doesn't make us have to challenge our stories when we believe it's a motivational issue or that it's an ability issue because an ability issue means like, oh, maybe I didn't do 
Oh no, enough maybe to I'm the one in the wrong. Oh right? yeah, right. And so, well, uh, an example of this right now is student the student loan conversation, right? Some people are upset, some people are not. Um, we can't let that happen. Well, I mean, one of the things that I've noticed is when you hear people talk about, well, I did the right thing, and I paid them off on time. Oh, okay. Right, like which is clearly you are then a, you are making the assertion that people are bad for if either they, one to for taking out poor. for taking huh. out student loans that that was the wrong we did the right thing i saved up and paid for college without loans so now i'm being punished it's like you didn't do it's you not a right up. or right thing you took a different path yeah to get to the same goal neither one of those is right or wrong but to acknowledge the fact that a lot of people are actively trying to pay off student loans and can't because it is an ability issue not a motivation issue like i've got i pay off my down my payment every month yep the problem and is the problem is predatory lenders. student loan companies up the interest rate so that you can't actually get out of the hole you're trying to get out of and so this understanding of ability versus motivation and not demonize and like being willing to demonize motivation as the issue yep right and so i think that's part of what we see when we see that type of language and things used as well that's i just love how you know, you're so good at tying in like current events. I love it. I try, but I, you yeah. know, and I think that's one of the, you know, it's an ingenious it's, teaching style. If we saw that in Mako, and I don't think we see that this aspect of it, but it would be very easy for him to be like, you are just not trying hard enough. Like, how dare you let us stay here in this because you're not doing enough. The problem is it's implied, right? Because if Mako truly believes that Bolin has the capacity and has tried motivating him, and doesn't see it as an ability issue, then that message is implied. It will eventually lead to resentment. It if he doesn't already, right, right. Uh, I I think this I think it's that shows in the second time he comes back and says, "Bolin, now's the time." <laughs> and I I've, I it's no wonder that they they have a a really interesting rough relationship all through this series. If this is the thought process that's going on, and that's not to say that Mako isn't using a form of ingenuity here he's he's not solely relying on but he's metal he's firebending he's trying to he's melt trying the bars something. um but but that's the other side of it is if you are so reliant into not into not changing your ways that you are missing opportunities or even time and energy that could be spent finding all the ways that could work or could be better right yeah and i think that's part of that as well mm. yeah i hear that it's not gonna work it's not. So we're not going to try. I just... Or we can, if it... <laughs> which is one of my favorite things. Because like, if Korg easily could have told Asami, we can't make a sand sailor. It's not going to work. Well, I, we, don't, we don't have anything better to do. We're like... we The situation isn't going to get worse by us trying to build the sand sailor. And let's see how it pans out. Worst case scenario is we get eaten by a sandfish. So, like, it's either do something... Or get eaten. Or get eaten. Because <laughs> right now we're going to get eaten. So the other option is do something and try to not get eaten. Yeah. And I think we, we very often know that's not going to work. Well, then let's try something that could work. Or let's try this. If it's the only other option we've got, let's try it. And if it doesn't work, then we're in the same spot. Then we will have been in a better place than where we would have yeah. mentally. Correct. Right. And so I think that's, that's part of it as well. Yeah. So how many, how many other ways could they have found out of that dungeon they are also both earthbenders. I or like there isn't earthbending, and so there's probably smart enough in the earth, like in the embossing, say that like if you're an earthbender, you can't get out of the cell. 
right? Like, there's probably something like that. Yeah. But... One would think. Or they have different cells for Earthbenders. Yeah. But did we see... We didn't see any of that, like, being tried tried to happen, yeah, right? Nobody so. was, like, trying to take down the wall, right? We assume... Or that go, our like tunnel a, under or yeah, do anything some like sort that, of right? titanium or platinum. Cause We're assuming. The, yeah. Either that or there was a severe lack of ingenuity. That's all I'm that's saying. All. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when Mako's burning, I'm like, you're burning down a, a part of the cell that holds no structural, like, integrity point of the... Like, you... I like think what, you only need Why to, would you do it? Why would you not do it to the locking mechanism? Which seems a lot smarter, right? <laughs> right. If you just knock out to the two like, locking mechanisms, all as of a opposed sudden, to you can the, just get out. As right? opposed to the one bar that you can't squeeze out of anyway. But how often do we think that way, though, right? If we're not taking in the bigger picture, if you don't have the understanding of a way a door works, and like, let's be real, a lot of people use doors all the time, but they don't think about how a door works and how it's staying up and how like oh that requires multiple screws it requires this kind of hinge like no one's thinking about the engineering behind why a door it's works because landlords paint all over all of it so you can't <laughs> so but, we don't know but like typical everyday me going around i'm not thinking about oh this door hinges on these three hinges and i need to be able to access it here to be able to hang the door right the only time i really thought about that was like when i had to replace a door and i was like okay let me really think about this but people don't think about that on a regular spot yeah and especially if you're in a i'm imprisoned i'm terrified what do i do i have to get out but like, mako has put people in prison before again i don't think he's I don't think he's thinking about that. That's though. what I'm saying. Like, you would think that, like, here's how if you, here's how you get out of the cell. Here are probably the three easiest ways to get out of the cell. You would think that would be a part of his learning. One would think. However, oftentimes, you know, the quote kind of pointed to this. Like, we we often underestimate the quote fools when in reality they're the ones that we should be leaning into for the most important information that we can get, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I don't know that Mako's considering that. Anyway, moral of the story is ingenuity. Neat. What's a moment of ingenuity for you? Neat. Or do we, do you have more? What's going on here? I, um, again, not that I agree with the methods, but the thought process of like, I, you want airbenders and I want the avatar and here's why this is a win-win for both trade. of us. Um, it's, it's clever. Well, it's a clever play and it, I, Granted, I never truly believed that the Earth Queen was going to give up the Avatar. Um, I don't know. I felt like Zaheer made an impression when he said all of the other nations would be against you. you. And I think she thinks in those terms. Maybe. Um, or thought, thought in those terms. There's a part of me that <laughs> yeah, this, like, I'm above you type deal. And so I, I'm really I'm just gonna, not, I'm just, just going to use gonna, your information. Yeah, I'm going to get my airbenders back and then... I can fight the other nations. Well, it's also interesting. Then, then why does Zaheer even attempt this when, like, he kills her in the end anyway? Right? Because I don't think he intended to do when that. When I think that was a no, I don't think so either. It's, it, I think that is the the flexibility that they they're like, well, if the Avatar is not going to be here and the Avatar is not in her care anyways, then well, she's kind of the might worst, as well do a so. revolution. <laughs> when I think, because I, I think he even says it right, like, let's make the Avatar come to us. He does. And so yeah. I think that became a... I think that's ingenious. I'm good. Well, we're going to start taking out world leaders then because that's that means I'm not going to have to chase the Avatar anymore. They're going to come and find me. Yeah. Well, I think the immediate thought there is, well, I know where the airbenders are, so I'm going to go get them and hold them hostage, right? And it's just... 
interesting that I think this is a move that says, hey, I'm serious. Yeah. You ripping the air out of someone's lungs? Yeah. Uh, pretty determined at that time. Yeah. Um, but I do think uh, his, his he's clever. And I think the him escaping out of the room to eavesdrop is clever. And yep. Um, which begs back to the question that we've had all season is how did like how did he get so good at all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because as we talk about knowledge base being a a supporter of ingenuity. Yep. Where's his knowledge base coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Question. I have that live question. Last thing for me is the old fogies at the end uh, getting together. So that's Tone Rock and Lynn and Zuko. What a moment. Uh, you know, there's there's some ingenuity in leaning on each other, right? And like that's that is a clever use of resources. Always, right? Right. Uh, greater than the sum of our parts. And I think that to not call it that is a disservice, right? Because I think oftentimes, I think everybody, if I hadn't said that, they would be like, oh, that's totally yeah, ingenuity, cool, cool, cool. But I think sometimes we have to we have to name it if we want to keep that as within our mind and with a, within our understanding and awareness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think anytime we learn, like there are certain things where you sit there and be like, Oh, I'm not very creative. I'm not very innovative. Um, every time I get like, my, or my, my organization consistently puts out things where they're like, uh, innovation challenge and who's got the best idea. And I never have an idea that I think is worthy of that. Right. Um, that is not necessarily my skill set is to think of new things. But my skill set is to learn from the things that I've done and share that with others and yeah, and help people grow that way, right? So you clean your house one way and you find out it's really difficult to get the dust off of your ceiling fan bla- uh, blades. And then at one point you're like, if only I had a thing that could capture that dust so it doesn't fall over everything. Yep. Pillowcase. Oh, I could wrap a pillowcase around my ceiling fan blades and that gets the dust off cool right like that's not that earth shattering and it works sure congrats ingenuity right like yeah well and i i think part of what's uh i worry about ingenuity innovation challenges because who's determining what's innovative correct and when someone is what is innovative is what is money making in certain instances yes right it's a capitalist driven who is go- is this going to maintain the power of whatever x y and z is and so I-, I worry about it from that standpoint in this in the sense of somebody might have this beautifully in like ingenious idea that is going to serve a lot of people that need help but if it doesn't make money or if it doesn't uh, do X, Y, and Z to make people in power feel good, then it's not going to win. Yeah, you're talking about renewable energy. Sure, exactly. <laughs> like, right? Like, there's, precisely. There's, there is a no great... reason that every new build, every new home doesn't have geothermal, doesn't or have solar, solar panel on it, right? Like, whatever, something. right? Yep. And yet, wind power. <laughs> new houses are being built that don't have those things that are required on the energy grid. Because Duke Energy's the worst. Um, for us, North yeah, Carolina. Correct. Hello. <laughs> I'm calling you out. Pay us money for, yep. s- for sponsorship. Oh, they will. That's how they get good PR. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say whatever we want for the ad? No, yeah. no we can't. <laughs> we'll give scholarships to so many people. Anyway. Uh, and then keep people from getting solar panels. Anything else 
about ingenuity in this episode? No, I think um, one of the things that maybe not so much ingenuity, but this concept of, and and I think you mentioned it, uh, is this idea of people are tough to hate close up. Um, I think that's an important part to lift up. And this, a lot of this ingenuity took place because of like the support from everyone on that airship who had to buy into their own safety and buy into maybe these people aren't so bad type understanding um, to yeah. make sure that they could get things done. I think we were talking about that before we started recording, but mm-hmm. this idea that people are hard to hate close up, yeah, move in. So we're being charged to move in. And that's one of the four tenets of Brene Brown's braving the wilderness. Um, but people are hard to hate close up. Once you get to know them, you start to appreciate them and like, okay, let's do something. And I think the, the move from these jailers that are, have a Sami and Korra from, nope, you're our prisoners to, hey, we're going to, we're going to part ways as comrades and that Mm -hmm. have been working together is really beautiful transition. Let's also acknowledge that takes safety, right? Like, 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 Korra is in charge at this point, right? There's no... Like, there's no leaning into abusers, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that's an important caveat to, well, to think... throw on there. But typically, you're right, right? Like, yeah. Yes. Um, well, and it's interesting because, like, it's the same thing, I think, with Kazan and Mingwa and Bolin and Mako, right? They're buddy-buddying up and mm-hmm. getting closer to one another, and it becomes harder. And Mako's like, what are you doing? And, Can and... you stop making friends with the criminals, well, please? And I'm like, <laughs> or... or or they could start to see us differently, and maybe that would lean into saying change. I don't think it would have in this case, but no. I, I do think that when, for viewers in that moment, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, Gazan and Mingwa, kind of funny. Kind of like, they're, they're a little bit more human, right? That humanizing behavior is, I think, if we leverage our capacity to create that, is ingenious. Yes, right? I agree. I, I think it's brilliant to be and to, and to be clear. Humanizing folks doesn't mean we don't hold them accountable. Correct, right? Like absolutely, yeah. They still tried to murder people prior to this moment. Yep. So like, accountability still has to be there for yeah. that. I don't and, know what that looks like, but there should be something. Um. So like, safety and accountability play a part in that. But yeah, the more the more able we are to move in and hear people and talk about things, the the better. The better we're going to be able to collaborate. I have a, there are still people in this world in. I have zero interest in collaborating with. Well, again, I, I think that people are hard to hate close up, move in, is a, a guideline. A good general rule of thumb. A, it's, but not the rule. So right. if someone's, you know... Wants to cause you physical or emotional harm... Then maybe not move then in. Don't move maybe in. Maybe you should right? have some healthy boundaries there. <laughs> like, but uh, it, again, I, I think for those people that we just cast off without without knowing without right. understanding it's better for us to move in hold hands yeah anything else you want to lift up in this episode we've hit it a lot happens not at this time great we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with our tweet and law moments our devotion and our gratitude we will be right back
welcome back from our little break. Oh, little break. Let's talk about Tween Law pushes and pulls yes. us in and away from this yes. episode. Let's do it. What pulls me away? Pulls you in? Pulls. I, I would say pulls me away and pushes me in. Ooh, interesting. We've changed. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. The thing I don't like is, man, it really sucks that that shark had to break the ship, like, right after they finished yeah, kinda, doing kinda it. Kind of a jerk shark, I right? was like, what, a, what a mean shark. Yeah, I agree. I believe it was the vibration of the ship. I believe in called love. The vibration was what led to the sand shark knowing where it was oh, and then attacking yeah, it. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Smart, smart, yeah, smart. That's my yeah. thought process. Yeah. That's why in the movie Dune, they sand walk. Ooh. Where they glide so that it mimics the sand. Uh-huh. Totally. As totally. opposed to stepping with rhythmic patterns that create vibrations. Yeah, I still haven't done that. Watched Dune or Red Dune? Yeah. People really loved it. I, mm, I, sure. I was not one of them. I didn't dislike it. I was just like, this is fine. That was my response. I was like, okay. Yeah, I... That was fine. I imagine the hype would be higher if I had read the series. Well, so there's so many, there's like 50 books, but only like maybe five written by the original author and the rest were written by family and stuff. Interesting. Cool. 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 I don't know. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big world. Lots to explore. Anyway, for me, uh, I was unhappy with just like always the earth queen just like all the time every time no matter what is coming out of her mouth what a real crumb young um and i just like it's frustrating for me because we never really had a humanizing moment for the earth queen right or something like did we i don't know i don't think we did no right it wasn't like not that people are past humanity because i don't think that's a thing but she doesn't do a lot to yeah she she does a lot to distance herself from all of humanity, right? Like certainly does. So we see a lot of things that we see a lot of dehumanizing behavior from the Earth Queen, and so I just am like, like that. I think that's why we're like, eh. <laughs> because, but that's that's problematic for me is because I would like to have gotten something that lets me like, and I don't like I don't. It's not that I believe that like everybody has like a redeeming quality. Well, well, but some people do. I, well, like, but I, I believe I, a lot of people do. Not everyone deserves a redemption arc in the story Agreed. being told. Right? I, I don't need a redemption arc. I just want something that lets me like give me something. That oh, she's so old and bitter because her husband passed thirty just years give, ago. Give like, me so. a reason why she's this like right. bitter. Right? Give me some sort of understanding. Anyway, Sometimes I just. just because she believes that she's better than everybody else. And, and sure, but give me that, right? They, they like, recently did a study where they, maybe it's not that recent. Um, have you seen the study where they let people play Monopoly? Yes. Right? And they let one person roll two dice. Oh, this is a different study. Yeah, okay. Roll two dice instead of one. Okay. And every time they cross go, they get $200. Yep. And the person who only runs, rolls one dice gets $100 still. Mm-hmm. So they get to move past go double the amount of times yep. and they get double the amount of money. Yep. But one of the things that they realized is that when interviewing them afterwards is that no one attributed their success to go money to the, to the system that was in place. Yep. I was a better strategy. I used my money wisely. I put houses on popular places that I knew they would land. Like no one ever attributed it to. That's fascinating. I, 
I was given this advantage. The study that I had with regarding Monopoly that I was thinking So that of, made me think of the Earth Queen. Well, one was, the, it's a similar process, but they played Monopoly, but what happened was they had four people playing that were played for an hour, mm -hmm. and then they let two more people get in after they had been playing for an hour. Mm -hmm. it gave them the same starting pay, the same everything, except what happened all the properties were gone mm -hmm. and so what did they do they just lost all, lost their, all money their money because yeah. they couldn't get it back right and so it's a similar process to like okay well everybody who's white's been in the united states for so long and now all of a sudden we're gonna let slaves free mm -hmm. and we're gonna expect them to do just as well as in no no we're right. not that's a terrible anyway uh Earth Queen's the worst. So that's what I'm saying. So there, <laughs> it, there's a we, there's a weird uh, anomaly that pops up where uh, when you have wealth and power, you for some reason have a difficult time attributing that success to not you. Yeah. Um. And so sometimes that maybe the Earth Queen has been in a place of that power for so long that yep. I deserve to be this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for me, that's what took me out of it. What yeah. brought me back in was also the, problematic: the death of the Earth Queen. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, but it was less the death and more like, oh my goodness, this show is getting serious. I think for, that was a moment to me where that scene was one of the very first times when watching, like, my mouth dropped. Far, I'm like, oh. I, was like oh. I was like, they showed that. Yeah. They show her eyes going bloodshot, like, right? And I was like, oh, we're in it. We're this is we're not... in a different place from Aang knocking yeah. being a giant koi knocking someone into the ocean and then just not really being sure if they survived or not. Like no, 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 she no, dead. we know she's dead. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just I I love the tone of the show. I think that it's it rides a really interesting line of this is really serious and this is important that we that we like animated this so that you knew what was going on so that you had context super engaging moment yeah i mean like i'm hooked line sinker i was like oh i am they engaged did this. yeah yeah so when well, we see moments of this later in the season two where i was like oh they showed that yeah right that was brutal yes so again it's one of those things where i was just i am from this point on really till the end of the season i am just eyes on the tv oh, yeah, no yeah. phone like paying attention no this section of season three is top tier yeah television and devotion that's, that's my uh tweet in law yeah devotion jumping into the ingenuity element. through the element of air 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 and i think for me the thing that the poignant choice yeah uh the point that uh was a fun reminder maybe not fun but a nice reminder for me is um i thought of the sailing that's taking place and the air needed to, to push the sand sailor through, but they had to build that sand sailor with, they couldn't create anything. They only could use what they had in front of them. Um, and I think it is easy to beat ourselves up when we aren't able to create things or do things the way we want to do them. When we are trying to do them with resources we don't have. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just a, a reminder and almost a permission to me, like do the best you can with what you got. Continue to learn, continue to grow, but do the best with what you got, and that's good enough. And I think that that's a reminder I just want to be able to focus on yeah, this week. That's such a good point. We can, we can, <laughs> you can, you can only do it what you, you can, with what you know at the time and what you have at the time. Exactly. Right? That's the, that is the best that you can they do. They could escape. 
Mako and Bolin could not have escaped. Yeah. At least to the best of our knowledge right now. Right? So, yeah. like, you just you do the best with what you got, and that's okay. And I think that's my devotion for this week. I love it. Yeah. Just kind of keeping that with you for this next week. No. Yeah. So, I'm kind of cheating for mine because I, we, again, I mentioned this earlier, but we had our live episode for patrons today. And I, this, this lesson that one of our patrons is really sticking with me, which is this idea of it's, it's getting a little meta into the animation of airbending. And this idea that the animators intentionally created a visual cue for seeing airbending right because normally it would be invisible right you wouldn't be able to see debris would be the only thing like see a couple leaves the way you see kind of like a dust cloud like sometimes but in a clean room you're not going to see anything and fun fact when all those action movies you used to think of when there's always dust on the two people fighting when they're like hand fighting that's because they want you to be able to see it's the same deal right this this meta vision i want the the invisible to be visible mm -hmm. And this is a way of doing that. And it was an intentional step. And I'm really kind of caught on this because I think that's what we want. I think that's that's ingenious. We want to make the invisible visible to create a stimulus response. Yep. Right? And I want to make sure that, like, I want to think about what are the things that we can do that we can make more visible that will create and elicit more of a response from others that we that's that's what we need for social justice that's what we need for change is how do we make the invisible visible Mm. and so i'm that's really sticking with me today and that's what i'm thinking about in terms of this ingenuity and i I don't know what that looks like quite yet but i i want that to stick with me for the next uh series of days Mm -hmm. as i think about this more and more so big thanks to rahul thank you for giving us uh, this ammunition for and a final <laughs> reminder join us on patreon live episodes every month and we just have a good time and some little extra content and you too might get a shout out <laughs> that's right gratitude also maggie you're the best gratitude our patrons <laughs> our patrons are great we that's love like, them yeah uh, um gratitude who are we thankful for i think there's a lot of options in this episode and for for very different reasons i i, I yeah. think for me i'm i'm thinking about cora a lot in this it's uh, this seemingly not ingenious play of like letting asami do all of the work and all of the brain work and all of the you know um but the support that she offers asami is so integral i think to their relationship and i i, I really find it beautiful and so i'm i'm grateful for cora today nice yeah how about you it's interesting i this episode is so honestly i feel like iconic to to cora fans <laughs> um and so i thought we would end up talking and have way more learning moments from that side of the story and i feel like we are leaning so far into the the other side which is uh because my person is the captain um, oh, interesting and I think for me, I respect and like the idea of him putting morality first over orders. Say more about that. Um, he gets to a point where it's where where it's right. It's the right thing to do to not bring the avatar mm. back. Okay, I see. It's the right thing to do for us to part ways. Yeah. Um, and then let's go get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and so, but I, I, I really, it's so easy. Well, order uh, orders dictated this. But it's, yeah. this is law. Well, it's not what's right, so 
I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And yeah. that takes, I think, bravery and courage here, here. Uh, and risk. And so I um, I admire that. I like that. Gratitude to the captain. Yeah. And gratitude to whoever you're grateful for back at home. We are just really excited that you're listening to us still. Or maybe this is your first episode. Who knows? But if it is your first episode, BNB underscore pod on all the things. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Less Avatar content on TikTok, but still good. Uh, well, we also more have... Star Wars stuff, but it's been on it's been on hiatus for a little bit. We post there every now and then. Yeah, we also have a Patreon, as we, we do. mentioned. Uh, lots of tiers for you to choose from, but ultimately we're just aiming to pay the people that help this podcast earn a living wage for the time that they're spending. So we are not there, and we'd love for you to help us get us there. That's right. Uh, and if not, if financial is not what you can do, you can always give us a review on any, wherever you're listening to podcasts, they have a review system. Uh, it makes a big difference for the algorithms to make sure that uh, people are getting and finding this. So yeah. uh, we just appreciate you no matter what. Next three episodes we have are arguably the three highest rated core shows Woo! That, ha- that exist. We also have three guests assuming they all can stick with us for yeah well, we are hopeful <laughs> yeah we are hopeful um but, but yeah we have a, a great lineup coming up so uh next week the ultimatum dun, dun, is dun. The, which is some of probably the coolest fight scenes ever and in the this and atla i think yeah from a series well we already like, know that cora out actions and oh, okay, yeah. action choreography y'all I'm Sunshine Mayfield. I'm Ben Pruitt. And this has been Bending Not Breaking. Thank you for listening. <laughs>